On this episode, I get to interview AK Patel from Easy Fundings. He's one of our youngest brokers, but is excelling in marketing and sales. He's only 23, but is outproducing mortgage veterans twice his age because he gets it. We discuss how to create referral partnerships, unique sales approaches, and how to use social media to find new clients. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. Listen in as CEO John Maddox of Fund Loans reveals tips, secrets, and origination ideas to fill your pipeline with million dollar opportunities. Welcome to the show. AK, how you doing, man? Good, brother. Good. Thanks, thanks for, for coming me. on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So uh, you're with Easy Fundings. Tell us a little bit about your your company. Yeah, uh, we're we're a brokerage up in uh, Rancho Cucamonga. You know, we have our headquarters up there. I'm I'm like uh, their branch outside in San Diego. Okay. But we're starting to grow. We have a we have a lot of eyes on us right now. I mean, a lot of we, the way that we we're structured is like we're a mini core broker. Okay. And so on our correspondent lines, we have you know the ability to kind of run like a direct lender, but have okay. the broker pricing. You know, so it's like it's best of it's both the worlds. Best of both worlds. Nice. Yeah, exactly. So cool. uh, I think the owner Tano, mm-hmm. he's been doing it for like 15 years or so. Nice. But Easy Funding's been around for like about like six years, like with him and his partner Fadi. Cool. So what what differentiates you guys from other brokers? Would you say? I think it's it's that it's the fact that we have the structure, we have the in-house docs, we have the uh, in-house processing, and un- like not underwriting, but we have the in-house like like we have a lot of stuff in-house. Mm-hmm. And you kind of control have, the process a little and bit. It's the relationships that we built. Gotcha. Right. So like, I mean, we'll, we'll hang out with like Anthony Casa, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll yeah. hang out with like, uh, with Matt Ishbia and stuff like that. And we'll mm-hmm. go and hang out with, with all these like big names and stuff. Did you and they know to, us. Uh, to, yeah. you went yeah, up to there Michigan. to Matt. Yeah. See Matt. Yeah. Yeah. He invited us too. And I just never, I never took him up on it, but was it cool? Did you go to a game their, and stuff? Dude, their structure is fantastic. If the, you look at their building, it's like, it's crazy how big it is. Yep. And how many spots are filled? Like everyone's in there, everyone's working. The way that they run their team, they have like team heads at every desk. Mm-hmm. There's like probably about like 200, 300 desks, and each one has a head for the, the fucking desk. For the desk, yeah. yeah. That's and it's cool. like it would keep everything there. And I was just like, dude, this is structure is amazing. That's cool. Was you know? it? It's so funny. I watched their video, and it looks like it's sunny and like California weather, and they're like all jumping around, excited. And and then I just imagine, like, okay, wait, this is in Detroit. Like, is it going to be sunny? It's probably going to be wind, you know, cl- cold weather. And like, well, but it looks like it's like right here in Southern California. But what, how dude, was the when, experience? When, when we when we went up there, it was uh, fuck, what what month was it? It was. It was it was like probably like three three months ago, three okay. four months ago. So that I went up summer, there, kinda? and so it was like yeah, end of summer ish, mm-hmm. and uh, it was in the buff up middle of nowhere. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. there's just a big ass building, and then yeah. it took forever for us to get there. Yeah. And then it's funny because like you're passing like Flagstar and mm-hmm. like all these guys are there and you're like what why are, is this like the mortgage head Mecca, and, yeah, like Northern America there. Yeah. and then you go down the street and you got like hillbillies with like wheat in their mouth fucking just <laughs> just like you know suckling on honey or whatever the fuck they do and they're just like and and it's that's right next to where they're at but yeah. the area is great I mean we went to we went to downtown Detroit one night that's to cool. like hang out around there and you know for me I thought I was like I'm probably gonna get shot like <laughs> but it's actually nice yeah like the area is actually nice. it's actually like I heard up. they've re- totally done a, like redone a lot of stuff there right like yeah, dude, since walk- the crash I guess there's a there's a lot of money that went into that to that city and they've it looks good that's cool it looks good I, I mean and where they're at in Michigan it's actually like a really nice area like it, it was it was sunny there, nice. all that entire thing it wasn't like too cold or anything like that that's cool um but 
did you think about getting licensed in Michigan or we're hoping to get licensed throughout nationwide yeah to just kind of bring easy fundings to everywhere that's cool where do you get, like focus right now like where you're California where like for for us it's mainly California okay. we'll do a few loans here in Texas or in Arizona or in Nevada or Florida mm-hmm. like every now and again but for the most part we're California that's where all of our stuff is Nice. Is that just kind of by choice or have you guys just been getting referrals from there or do you market directly to California? No, so that's all the ones that we've done out of state or just like people are just, hey, I'm moving here. Can you do the loan still? Kind of like uh, referral, us. past clients, stuff like that? Exactly. So how, how do you get your business right now? Like are you marketing? So for me and like Josh personally, well, we, we just do a lot of stuff with realtors, right? Mm-hmm. So re- people go to real estate agents because they think that's where it starts, right? right? No one goes... I need to make sure that I have my money in order before I go look for housing. You know what I mean? Like no one does that. No right. one wants to talk about financing. They get all tense. Call a realtor or they're driving, you know, exactly. dreaming on the weekend. Like I like this house. And then they see the sign. So they call the realtor. Exactly. You know, and then they, they right. don't really have their financing set up yet. But yeah. Or they're cocky and they're like, I'm, I'm a good. I can do whatever I can I'm pay. I'm a good yeah. client. I'll be, I'll be pre-approved. Right. Right. And then you're like, dude, you had a BK yesterday. And you, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> do you, did you, do you, are you talking to your wife? Yeah. <laughs> Some shit's going down right now. Right. And you know that she hasn't made the payments on, yeah. <laughs> on your, on your Lexus? Yeah, exactly. And so like, and so, you know, I, and we were just talking about this, right? We were saying, uh, if no one thinks about the loan officer, no one thinks about the mortgages or anything like that. They yeah, it's all about, about the real estate agent. It's all realtors. Right. Realtors are the the show, and so by association, we go to the realtor, mm-hmm. and we just try to provide them value because we're like, people are coming to you for I don't know why, but they right. are. Right. And so we would love to have that access. Right. And then so you outside. become friends with the realtors and hang out with them, or is that yeah. is that kind of your strategy? Yeah, it's it's relationship based, right? That's what the right. that's what the business is. You you build relationships with these people. You become friends with them. You're you know you're going to their birthday parties. You're going yeah. to their house. You're starting you know you're going out drinking with them and all that kind of good stuff. And then they just go like, oh shit, you you do loans. You should right? talk to my buddy. Yeah. A K here. He's he does loans. Yeah. Know? Exactly. And it's just more organic that way. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. I, I find it hard. Like it's hard to understand why people aren't doing that. You know, yeah. a lot of people, maybe it's, they're just, they don't have that personality or they're just afraid to like go make new friends and stuff like that. But literally, you know, if someone's sitting there and they don't have loans in their pipeline right now, the best thing is, is it's probably because you don't have relationships, right? I mean, well, that's gotta like, be it. It's the same thing when, when we're talking to uh, agents, when you're talking to a broker or a lender or anything like that, right? Everything that you do now is 90 days out. Yep. You know? You have to think of it like that. You can't just go like, oh, you know, well, now I'm going to prospect and I should get a loan today. Right. You know, you can't put it on your goal list like, I'm going to open up a new escrow today. It's like not how it fucking works, Jerry. You got to build the relationship and wait. Yeah. It takes time. It's like being a farmer. Sort exactly. Of. And so for Although, real- uh, on the other flip side of that, there are what we call right now loans out there, right? Like the fallout, like, like, yeah. like an agent might be like, you know what, this deals I'm having tr- trouble in escrow right now that the lender's not coming through we might, might fall out of escrow. And then those deals are the right now deals, yeah. which I love those kind of deals. No, I love those deals too. But, but that's not that's, how it works on the, in a normal but scenario. But that's where the relationship gets built, right? right. So a lot of what uh, Josh and I will do is we'll go, Hey, we want to meet you. And they go like, ah, oh, no, I got my, I got my lending and right. everything like that done. I'm like, no, no, cool. We, we don't totally want understand. your business. What we want is we want to know you because, and we'll get cocky with it, right? Because you are going to see us on the end of a, uh, on the end of like a, an offer. Right. Our name is going to be attached to an offer that's going to be put onto one of your listings because you're a rock star. Yep. And you're going to have a listing and then we're going to, and we're rock stars. So we're going to be on the end of that. We'll, we'll be doing the loan. 
if you know us, then it's be easier to work. It's a due diligence to our clients for you to know who we are because then you're going to trust us. Right. Right. You know? sense. And then they'll they'll go like, wow, no one's ever approached me like that. That's cool. You basically disarm them, you know, because right, yeah. they put up a shield. As soon as they hear, I'm a loan officer, blah, 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 from ABC Mortgage, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I already got my, my person, my lady that I use or my, my guy I use right. all the time. You know, they're going to totally put a shield up. Um, that's a good strategy. It's like, no, I just want to get to know you. Let's go get a beer or let's get a coffee or let's have lunch. Well, that, that's also the funny thing, right? Because a lot of people will go, I want to take you out to coffee. I want to take you out to lunch. We'll just be like, no, you're going to fucking come to us <laughs> and we're going to meet. Because we have to meet. You want to see our office? Is that yeah, what you exa- do? Okay. Exactly. It was like, you, you, you're going to come to us. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk. And then you're going to go off on your merry way and go do whatever you whatever you do. And you're going to know who we are. Yeah. Right? Because you're always in your car anyway. As you're, you know, real estate agents don't sit behind a desk mostly. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they can they can take some time out of their day to come over and meet us. But the moment that's an you interesting, go like... That's an interesting confidence uh, power move, I would say. It's like, no, you're going to come visit us. You yeah, know what dude, I mean? Right? You it's, gotta, it's you the power move. Put them on, the, on the spot a little bit, it's right? It's the power move, right? Because every, every realtor knows that they can hit up a lender and get free lunch. Yeah. Right. Or they can hit up a title person and get like free coffee. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or they can go over to our office and get free coffee. And I was like, Hey, you know, didn't close any loans last month. So I'm really <laughs> going to need to stockpile up on some saltine crackers and some, and some uh, coffee. <laughs> Come by your <laughs> yeah, office. Let me, let me call some LOs and <laughs> get some free, free shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you take me and my family out to dinner tonight? <laughs> And for the rest of the month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need some groceries. I'll take some leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. so that's a cool approach. I've, I've, I haven't heard someone do that um, any any recently, at least. But yeah. um, So keep going. So what else? Like, how else do and, you... And then we do a lot of stuff on social media. Yeah. Right? Like, you guys are doing a lot of media content and stuff mm-hmm. like that that's pushing out. And it's different, right? So that, like, wholesale lenders don't do that shit. Right. Where they should do more of the content side and yeah, yeah you know what I mean? But yeah, exactly. Right. But the if, only if you're, if you're different, that's what stirs some, I guess like some motion and what, and like someone, someone's going to want to work with you because you're right. different. Right. Or at least you'll get their attention. Yeah. And that's what it's about getting attention. Yeah. And so Josh and I will do like a lot of stuff on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and, and the thing is like, I'm very authentic with everything that I do. And so I'm not going to go and, uh, you know, be scripted and be reading off of a teleprompter and like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this this week's market update is blah, 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 blah. Interest rates are slightly down because da, exactly. da, da, yeah. Yeah. Give the me a call. Yeah, yeah. Give me a call at this. Nobody like, cares about that yeah, shit. Yeah. No one, no one really cares about that shit. <laughs> they like wonder the if other... they can afford their payment. They want to know if they can get the loan. Right. And yeah. And, and so a lot of lenders are direct to consumer on their social media. Right. So we do it a little bit differently. We're direct to the realtor. And hmm. we're direct to other lenders and we're direct and like every now and again, the direct to consumer stuff is all paid ads. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so on our Paper stuff. click or whatever. I don't give a shit if someone's going to find me on, uh, I want a realtor relationship from my, from my Instagram, not, you know, Joe. From, You're not trying to get the borrower from Instagram. You're trying to get the realtor. Exactly. Okay. Because, because that's the, the borrower doesn't, is not on Instagram to find a lender. And if they do, it's a one-off. Yeah, it's never it's yeah. never like that. I mean, every now and again, I'll get like uh, like an Instagram model. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I? And it, that's funny. It's like I, I, that's like I the first time I got an Instagram model hit me up and go like, Hey, can I? Can I help? Can you help me out with a loan? I was like, Fuck yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <I can't help> you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're a model. You probably have tough income to prove. And yeah. you know, right? But that's not you. I know a great. I know a great lender that can help yeah. us out. That's so but, interesting. But like the realtor relationships, right? And they're and, and they'll go like, hey, oh my god, you do so much content. Like, can you help me do the content? I've been I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to do this. A lot of the stuff that we get, uh, a lot of the meetings that we have are mm-hmm. from people that hit us up and go. Hey guys, I, w- I really want to work with you. I That's really cool. want to see if you can help me out with my content. I really want to do this or that. Yeah. And so we actually started to act like we don't want to call ourselves lenders. We want to call ourselves business enhancers. Hmm. Interesting. Right. We want to help you build business your business enhancers. Yeah. So yeah. We want to help you build your business for realtors. For realtors. That's cool. If we can build, if you can we just get happen to offer lending. But we're we, we're working we on your business on the side. Yeah. We help you with growing your marketing and all that kind of stuff. And then you know, by the way, if you can flick over the loans to us, that'd be great. That's cool. You know, and so because so have of you, that, do you have examples of uh, real estate agents that you've taken from average to say great or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So we we've taken some loan some some realtors from like z- like when they first started zero mm-hmm. deals to doing twelve in their first year. Wow. You know, or we'll we'll help them like well like one one of the people that I work with will have uh, our relationship started. Mm-hmm. He closed one loan at that time or one deal, and he had to help one family, and he'd been in it for like two years. Right, and I was like, that's not gonna pay the bills. No. You know, so I was like, how about we do it like this, right? And then boom, we got three loans in two months, right? That's cool. We had three deals in two months, and then, we, and then he started getting listings, and mm-hmm. then we started doing more shit. And so like, that builds a loyalty that you can't get with coffee. Right. You know? It's, it's like people are doing it the opposite way that they're supposed to do it. Like, one of the ways that I did it was I started a website called afterforeclosure.com, and I would get leads from that site, and I would go to, to real estate agents and say, hey, I have a buyer for you. And so I don't want to replace the person that, you know, you work with every day, your, your Sally that, you know, you get your, you know, you have your dinners with and it's your buddy, you know, you're, you get your kids are in school together. I don't want to replace Sally, but, but I, here's a, here's a qualified buyer and you like, I'd come to the real estate agent with a person. So you bring value yeah. and then they would be like, wow, okay. Yeah. And then they, then they'd want, then it kind of got their attention yeah. and then they would want to work with me more. Um, yeah, it's because providing what's value. Sally doing for, you know, them, no, they're, they're buddies and they get to see each other. It's the kids get dropped off at school or whatever. Or they see each other, you know, on the, uh, the, the football games and stuff. But like when you're bringing value that actually monetize, you know, and gives them, you know, money and, 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 and helps pay their, pay their bills. They're going right. to be thankful and, right. and, and work with you. And we'll, we'll hit them with like, no, we're not going to pay for your marketing. Right. You know, the, I understand that you have people that are going to, you know, bend over, literally bend over for you. Right. And, uh, pay $2,500 for your marketing or whatever that is. But it's like, is that the only value they can provide? It's right. like, if they give you, okay, great. They're giving you $2,500. Yeah. I'll give you three deals. Yeah. Which, which one would you which rather one, have? Which one is more? Yeah. Right. Right. It's like, we'll, we'll help you just grow your business so that you don't have to have Zillow spend. You don't have mm-hmm. to have realtor.com spend because you're going to be organically a fucking mastermind right. on figuring out how to get shit done. And you're going to save more money in your pocket. And guess what? Your wife's going to love you because you're going to be able to take her out to dinner more. And yeah, you're, and see you're, your kids more you're and, succeeding at what you do. You're just going to be happier. Yeah. When you know? you're doing well at what you like to do or what you, you know, what your job is, it just goes so much better. Right. Across, all aspects of your life, right? Your home life, your work life, everything changes, you know? Yeah, it's, and, it's, and because of that, we don't chase after every agent, right? You know, there are agents that will like, I mean, I fired a few agents just last year that I started. I mean, I'm, I've not been in San Diego doing this on my own for a long time by mm-hmm. any means, mm-hmm. right? A year and a half here in San Diego, you know, I have a branch and I built some relationships mm-hmm. and no one in my family is in real estate or anything like that. Right. So it was all completely organic and just sweat equity that I was putting into time. And there was a lot of agents that I was like, look, I mean, we're not going to work together anymore. You know, you sent me two deals. You fired not, them? 
Yeah. Nice. I told, told them. I was what like, they say on the other end, they're like, yeah, they're just pissed. What? They're uh, like, I don't understand. Wait, wait, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? I don't understand. It was like, yeah, I was like, I spent so much time doing videos or whatever with you, and I did this for you, and I did this for you, but you're not the person that I want to do business with because your mentality is I want to get six deals, 12 deals, and that's fine. You're, right. you're okay with making $50,000, $60,000 a year. I'm not. Yeah. I want to work with winners. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay with people that are okay with making that a month. Like that, you have to fucking want more. Right. Like if I, I want the people that want to have, you know, the, the seven figure GCIs. Right. Well, there's, there's only so much bandwidth each of us has as a per, as a human individual. And if you spend some of that bandwidth with people who are not winning or people who are negative or people that are just not, you know, on your same playing field, you're, you're just wasting that part of your bandwidth and you could end up doing way more with uh, someone yeah. else. Yeah. You're spending your time in wrong places and it's, right. and, and it takes some learning and some skinning your knees and stuff like that for you to figure that out. Right. And that's exactly what I did. And I was talking to my mentor about it yesterday mm-hmm. uh we were over at the uwm mix and mingle or whatever those here in la jolla mm-hmm. and i was and uh we were talking to uh josh pitts and and my mentor was there and we were chatting and he goes yeah i mean i let him fucking fall on his face because <laughs> he's spending all this time with losers and then he just started realizing he's like fuck like, they're bringing me no money but i've been yeah. wasting all my time with them mm-hmm. and he's like you have to figure that out because that's there how comes you learn. a time when you have to make a change if you're doing something wrong and you keep falling and there, there's there's one way where you like you learn from your mistakes or you you had to fail to succeed and you fail 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 but you're learning you're learning you're figuring it out and then there's another side where it's just fail 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 and it just there's you got to figure out is this ever going to turn into success yeah you know and exactly it, am I chasing the total wrong side of this like right and a lot of people don't understand that like when, when someone's not closing mortgages in a month like if you're a loan officer right and you're only closing one loan in a month there's something majorly wrong yeah no matter what the market's like right because because if you think about it too what's that like say you're making four grand yeah you, you cannot survive in this business making 50 grand you can't, you can't you can barely survive but no who wants to do that yeah you're in the wrong business if that's, exactly exactly like you have to be closing i think minimum like five yeah. minimum yeah and the thing is like there's so much time being put into that too it's like if you're pulling yourself away from your family mm-hmm. and you're saying i'm gonna hustle i'm gonna get this done i'm gonna be fucking gary v <laughs> but you're closing one deal a month right like what the f- what are you what who, what are you doing who are you who are you proving yourself to so what would you tell someone that is stuck in that one deal a month they're working hard they're putting in a lot of effort but they're not effective you know they're just out there calling 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 get some accountability like make goals and like set yeah, like things that have to happen or or else or like what do you think I, I don't I don't think that that I think that everyone can do what we do I really do I think learn. that if you you, you can, learn. can learn it yeah but if you're stubborn and you don't want to or you're cheap and you don't want to put money towards avenues that are going to help you out right right like I do coaching and all that kind of stuff like I have mm-hmm. coaches I have people that back me up that I know that I can go to and go hey I'm fucking losing this month you know, mm-hmm. like I, I dip down in my production. I need to do more. What am I doing wrong? They go audit your best month, you okay. know, go back and look and see what yeah. you did. What the fuck did you do? And are you taking notes on what you did? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, then guess what? Then you're, you're never going to know how you're going to succeed. Right. You know, if you're, if you're auditing your months that you're doing, like I did a deal this month. Great. Right. If you only do what you did last month, you're going to get another deal. Only right. one. I think there's some people though that you know, they're, they're used to the low hanging fruit, the easy loans. Right. So when the market changed, it's, it's not easy 
necessarily to just go out and get more loans, right? You got to do something different. Like there's a thing called paradigm shift. It's when you're like, you know, like imagine like being stuck in a horse carriage and you're like stuck in this rut and you have to have a major impact or something to like get you out of that and lift you into something different. And right. I think there's a lot of LOs maybe watching right now that are just like, they, they used to do really well when the market was great, but now it's like, what the hell do I do? I'm stuck, right. you know? Well, like that, That's what defines who's, who's going to stay and who's going to be, you know, kicked out right. is who's actually going to change up their game mm-hmm. and do something different when things change. Right. Right. Cause there, there were people in 2008 that were still fucking making money. Right. Yeah. You know, there were, there, but you had to change it up. You had to yeah. do something different. And, and the thing is, is like, if you don't, if you haven't experienced it, go ask someone Right. that has, right. Right. Like, cause, uh, uh, there's a what's his name Scott Evans mm-hmm. with cross country and stuff like that he's a great example of that okay. so like I had a chance to talk to him and I was like hey what did you do when you started right mm-hmm. he's he's been in it maybe like 10 11 years or so okay. and he goes and he's increased his business every year right right no matter what the market's doing no matter what the market's doing 2006 boom he got in he was great and then I asked him, what about 2008? He was like, fucking did triple what I did in 2006. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah. how? And he how? was like, I changed. I, I saw the market, ha- like people shit at the fan mm-hmm. and I took care of opportunity. And yeah, I go after REOs. I go after those agents. I built right. all those things up because I'm not going to lose just because the market shifted. Right. People are still buying homes. Right. People still need loans. You do- Dude, doesn't- you drive down the street and you just look at it. There's just houses everywhere, right? Like... All of those have, they, they either have to have a mortgage or of some sort, or yeah. most of them do, right? Yeah. Like 90, I don't know what right. percentage it is exactly, but a lot of them have mortgages and there's millions of homes in America. It's, People have a lot of excuses right? to say like, 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 I mean, we've almost lost deals where I've gone and fucking knocked on the door of the person. I know where you know, I have their 1003. I know where they fucking live. Yeah. Right. I'm, like, I'm going to go to this person's house and knock on the, hey, what the hell happened? I thought you, you said you were going to use me. You ended up with another lender and they're like, <laughs> you, why are you at my house? I'm having dinner with my family. I'm like, yeah, and like yeah. use me for your loan. And then you can go and have whatever dinner you want with your kids. Which just like, just use me for your loan. It's like, why are you at my house? It's like, because no one else is going to fucking come to your house. Yeah, you'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, exactly. To get it done. Yeah, exactly. It was like, is an eighth really that much value to you? Like eight dollars a month? Yeah. You can't fucking beat someone for eight dollars a month. Yeah. Like a lot of people, if, some people are just that way. They'll they'll. Dude, there know? are people at Loan Depot still closing fucking deals, and their their margins are not good. No. You know what I mean? No. It's like, how are you doing it? You know, only the fucking killers are still there. And, right. you know, they're, they're, they want to shift people out. They want to go wholesale. They want to go, you know, like online and all that kind of shit. They want to. You talking about Loan Depot? Yeah. Where uh, I think John Bianchi just went. You know who that is? John yeah. Bianchi? Yeah. Yeah. But they have retail, right? I mean, they're retail they and have wholesale. Retail. LD wholesale and retail. They have retail. Right. But if you, if you look at it, it's like, all right, their rates took a huge shit when the market shifted. Right. Right. And they were getting, they were phasing people out. They were doing all this kind of stuff. And a lot of people went from there to like, like PRMG or they went to like mm-hmm. prime lending or they went to, you know, wherever. Right. But there are still the, 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 you know, the complete crushers that are still there selling the higher rates. Right. They're like, you want to work with me? Yeah. You know, and they could be selling five and a half points, you know, five and a half, like five and a half rate. Right. You know, on an FHA. And people are like, yeah, sounds good, <laughs> you know, and then just down the street, they can get four and a half or four, right. 4% flat, which because yeah. they're not a broker, they're a direct lender. So they're yeah. only going to have their products and well, not going to have thing is like, if you, if you audit that, I, I would say that for any broker that's struggling, go mm-hmm. talk to a direct lender that's still winning. Yeah. 
because they are or anyone that's winning. Yeah, just just find someone that's winning and take them to lunch. Exactly, sit with them, talk to them, just but emulate lenders, what they're doing. Lenders have this like this like thing that I, was, I don't want to talk to the competition. It's like why? <laughs> They're fucking doing better than you. Yeah. And and you can literally, like, we give away all of our secrets on this podcast. Like, yeah. I, I, I've i been originator 21 years. I'll tell anyone anything about how I get loans, where I find yeah. them. And that's the whole point of this is really to try to help other brokers kind of do what I do. The problem is most people don't, they're lazy. They don't get off their butt and do the things that we're trying to teach them to do. Right. And so there are, there are some people out there that just need to get off their ass and do some of this stuff. Cause they're going to, they would be winning. Like tell you, you've told us a little bit about like how you get some of your, your loans, but how would you get non QM loans? Like we're, so we're, those are interesting, right? Cause we'll, we'll put that into our first appointment with a realtor, right? We meet a new person. We're talking to them. Right. What do you do differently? It was like, well, we do all loans. We do FHA, we do VA, we do conventional, we do everything. Yeah. But we understand non-QM. Mm-hmm. And if we don't understand it, we have a team behind us that does understand it highly. And they only work with that. Right. It was like, why would you use us? Well, it was like, because you're, you're going to run into someone that's self-employed that says they haven't, they don't pay taxes or they don't put anything on their taxes. Very and all little that kind taxes. Of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to tell you, can you help me? Right. And then realtors are just going to look like deer in headlights. Just like, I don't know what the fuck to say. Like What's just crazy, give them my phone number. And- if you look and you just Google self-employed uh, trends or you Google, uh, you know, freelance economy, freelancers, you'll find so much data out there. Like I think there was an article, was it Forbes magazine said in 2020, half of the United States economy half of the workforce will have some element of freelance in it. So that's a yeah. lot of freaking people Dude. that are going to be self-employed. Or, yeah. And I think it's thir- in the 30% range right now, maybe high 30% range of people. So one out of three yeah. has some self-employment. A lot, Yeah. And a lot of our non-QM comes from people on Instagram. Right. Right. Those are like the one-offs that we get are like non-QM always. Yeah. Right. They're the ones that, hey, I saw that, you know, you're doing a lot of stuff on social media. I need help with a loan. I sell wheat. Yeah. Like, Cool. Like you're a drug dealer. Yeah, I was like, like, do you, is, is are you a drug mule? Like, are you, <laughs> do you, are you, are you sleeping on your money? Like literally, or do you, yeah. do you, do you, do you have put it on your mattress? Yeah, or exactly. Do you actually have a bank and right. put it in there, and because there's th- there's certain things you can do. Like we we did a loan one time for someone who. Uh, all we had, they, they got a lot of cash deposits in their bank. All we had to get was a letter from their CPA that said that type of activity is normal for their business. Yeah. And we were able to get it done. So like... It, or you th- just do a P&L. But people don't think that you can do these loans. They just, oh no, there's no way we're going to get that loan done. Right. So they either have a pessimist mindset and that just stops them there right. without letting the lender say... Well, I, ch- I challenge brokers right now to fucking go down the street, find, a self, uh, find someone that owns a store which mm-hmm. you, I guarantee you can find mm-hmm. and just ask them, do you own a home? Right. You know, like a liquor store or something yeah. like a, a laundry mat or something like dry cleaners. Or, yeah. Yeah. Laundry mats and liquor stores are very, very well known for being the, you know, cash well, business, the cash and, businesses and shit right. like that. So those might not, might not be the hit that you want to go for, but like restaurants. Yeah. You know, like right. on average, if you it, like people that run a successful restaurant, the owners make at least a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Right. LinkedIn. They have to, yeah. LinkedIn. You can find out whoever has their own business on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and then just fucking hound after those people. Hey, 
who knows your self-employed business. And guess what? LinkedIn tells a lot about that person, but not only LinkedIn, social media all across the board and people are willing to give up their information. You can find out who their favorite sports team is. You can find out what they like to drink. You can find out where they like to vacation. There's so many ways these days yeah. for us to connect with people, like literally to find out, you know, where, where can I connect with this person on a one-to-one on one, you know, relationship? Like maybe we have this in common or maybe we have that in common. And then, yeah. and then to make a relationship is so much easier these days than before. If you make the effort. Yeah. That's the key though. It's, it's the effort. People want, yeah. people want to just meet a realtor and then Give me they'll, send, they'll send me a loan. Yeah. It's cool. I won't, I won't even check in with them. Yeah. And that's the, other, the old mentality. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Just like, just like last month I started doing this thing where I was, uh, and I was telling my agents and I don't give a fuck if people start doing this cause I know that they're, they're lazy as shit and they're not going to do it. <laughs> I dare you going, to do this. Going, do this. <laughs> yeah. Going on Instagram. Yeah. Right. And you can find out everything about Instagram. I would, I just typed in San Diego mm-hmm. and I look for any picture of anyone that's just getting married. Someone that's getting proposed to. Right. Right. Sifting through pictures on San Diego, San Diego, Dude, San that's Diego. That's a life event. So that's like, that's actually something where someone either wants to buy a home or they need they need money for their wedding or right. you know whatever exactly. it could be. Yeah. And I go, "Hey, just wanted to say congratulations. I'm a, I'm a lender here in San Diego and I uh, I just I wanted to reach out to people that are just getting married. I, lo- I always love working with like new couples and stuff like that. I just wanted to let you know, mm-hmm. you know, congratulations. I wanted to offer giving you like uh, your appraisal off or like I'll pay for your appraisal or whatever and give you credit towards your closing costs when you guys decide that you want to buy a house. I hope that That's your wedding cool. is beautiful, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Send me business. What, you know, whatever yeah. it is. But it's it's like you, you go in there and you can find people that are literally the next step is like, we're going to buy a house. Yeah. They're, it's they're, almost like like a, they're telling you a way better version of ambulance chasing, right? Yeah. Like, but in a classy way, because you know when you hear the ambulance chaser lawyer thing, it's like, well, that guy's trying to get business. He's a hustler. He's out chasing ambulances. Well, this is the same thing, but for more. Like, I mean, you could do it classy though. You could like literally yeah. find out something about their life. Not in a crazy stalker way, but in a classy way, and send them even a nice like wedding type of envelope or like a, a bottle of champagne. We have like these little gifts that we send out our brokers when they they fund a loan over a million. But like you could send them this this gift and say, I'll give you a free lending consultation to talk about, you know, home buying and what you qualify for. You know, someone someone's gonna take notice. You're gonna get their attention. And yeah. 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 And, and that's the thing. They're, they're screaming it across their social media profiles what they're going to do next, right? Right, right. I met Sally. I like Sally. I'm going to marry Sally. I'm going to buy Sally a fucking house. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, like go and American find dream. Her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, people are, li- their lives are lined up and they're almost calculated where if you look at it, you can get, you can figure out when someone's going to buy a house next or that they're right. a month out or that they're a year out or whatever. You know what's beautiful about that is that when you connect with Sally and they're buying a house, now you control the deal. Like you can give that lead to a realtor. And no and no one does it. And I was telling yeah. my realtors to do that shit. And guess what? They don't fucking do it because it because it's it's too much work. Yeah. You know? Or they're they're sitting there hitting send receive on their email and they're getting in emails and they're just being reactive and not proactive. Exactly. You gotta stop. Like literally, I think all successful people, they have their days kind of blocked out where they're not just being blown in the wind to whatever is coming their way. They're not being reactive. They're saying, Okay, I have to accomplish these things today. Right. And I gotta so I'm writing down what I wanna accomplish. I gotta knock that stuff out. Yeah, you know, take a few minutes. To, be, to go down a rabbit hole and read an article if you want, but make sure you have that blocked out. Like, yeah. you know, like, and then do make sure there's things that you want to 
get done and get those things done. Because yeah. otherwise, the day could go by and you didn't do anything. Right. And, and, I'll, and I'll credit this to Josh. He does a really good job at it. He has like hours in his day where he says, this is the time I'm going to be on Instagram and this is the time I'm going to be on Facebook. Outside of that, he turns off all of his notifications. That's smart. I can't fucking do that. Like, I, I, I want to see people liking my shit and commenting <laughs> on my shit and I want to comment back to them, right? You must I, be a millennial. I, yeah, I'm a little, yeah, I am. There's a little bit of a squirrel when it comes to that shit, right? right, right. But I've learned in the fact where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do all my social media engagement at night when I'm in bed, mm-hmm. right? From eight to 10, I'm going to do only social media engagement. And from 10 to 11, I'm going to fucking meditate and make sure that I can clear my brain and then go to sleep, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That way I can wake up all refreshed, five o'clock in the morning, go to the gym and crush my day, but yeah. not have to use my phone. That's smart. Right? Yeah. And then there's a reason why successful people are successful. It's not just accident, right? It's like you can go and I love YouTube now because there's, there's literally no excuse anymore for, for not being able to do something like I, like my son is 13. He wants to, to, we want, like we want to, he's a skater now. I just started skateboarding. Um, and he, he wants a skate ramp. So I'm like, I'm going to build a freaking skate ramp. Yeah. How am I going to do it? I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to figure out how to do it because it's going to walk me through it. Tell me exactly what materials I need. Tell me exactly what measurements. And then I just, I know that I'm going to be able to do it Yeah. before I even done any research on it because I know YouTube exists. So the same yeah. thing to anything in our world now, literally, if you want to become anything or do anything in this world, YouTube is is available for that or how to get leads yeah you can literally and and there's like a coach that does that shit and he's just like this is what i did yeah but you have to do it that's the whole difference right that's the it's the doer mentality versus the uh i'm just waiting for something to happen to me and then making excuses of why they're not successful there's so many people in that category if if you can just get that through to people right like yeah it's it's like it's like the guy that was fucking like ben franklin created you know, the light bulb, right? Right. Was it? No, it was, uh, no. it was, uh, who was it? Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thomas Edison created the light bulb, right? Fuck me. <laughs> I do mortgages. I'm not a scientist. Uh, Thomas Edison created light bulbs and shit like that. You know, there was some guy inside his house and he was like, that was my idea. I, yeah. fucking, I, I was just telling you yesterday, let's right. put a key on a kite and fucking fly it and see what happens. And right. it, it, it's just like, everyone's an idea person, but who's, who's actually going out there and doing it? Yeah, like Gary Vee says ideas are shit. Yeah. Ideas yeah. are shit until you fucking do something it's about, about it. doing it. Yeah. And if you execute on it, great. Execution is the, the is, is exactly what's going to breed any bit of result. Right. Right. Everyone's like, you know, like shitting on Elon Musk or anything like that, but he did something about it, right? Yeah. He he's like got these big audacious like goals, right? Yeah. Fucking send a car into space, right? Yeah. That's like a high thought. That's like someone's like smoked weed and is like, I wonder if we could send a car into space, <laughs> right? And Have you like, seen it? Is there like a um? Can you can you like is there like pictures of it and stuff on? I don't know. I online. Have you seen it, John? There's a video like it's just a, in a Tesla. Street. Yeah, like, like from the flying Tesla, like, in space. Yeah, like the driver's seat. I think like, <laughs> that's, that's fucking so cool. awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's, but that's so, the thing. He's dude, I it. love Elon Musk. Dude. Yeah. I, I read his. I read one of his books, and I, the guy's definitely a doer. Yeah, he might be a little ambitious. He's ambitious. He might be a little overzealous, but dude, you have to be. Yeah, you have to be. At one point, someone said, "I'm going to be a millionaire," and, mm-hmm. and everyone said, "You know how cool it would be to win, to win the lottery, or you know how cool it would be to to have a million dollars, or if I if I, I would love to have a million dollars." Like, yeah, great. What are you going to do about it? Right. It's like you can talk about all you want, your bag or job at a grocery store, or you can fucking do something about it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's ways to become a millionaire. That's what's great about America. It doesn't matter who you are, the, what the, you look like, what what nationality, what race, what sex, you know, what gender, whatever. The opportunity is there. It's there. No one, no one looks at me and goes like, "That guy's a mortgage lender." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like no one. Right? Right. It's just like that guy's loud as shit. 
he looks like a terrorist and he's young <laughs> and it's like that's not that's not what people assume are are someone that's gonna that's gonna be doing your loan yeah but it. i think they, they there are some prejudices i think like initially that people might have but quickly when you open your mouth up and you just start talking like it changes people's perceptions and it just, it's whatever was initially there could be gone, you know, gone in a second. But so you can't, I guess like that's what you're doing. You're not, you're not letting those prejudices get in your way or making an excuse or being a victim. You just say, fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get what I want. If I'm going to go. If doesn't want to work with me, they're not going to work with me. Right. Right. It's doesn't like, it's not, it's, it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to cry at home because like I lost that deal because there was a white lender that took it. You know what right. I mean? I yeah. don't think like that. Right. Right. I, Speaking I, of deals, what was the, what would you say like is the most complex deal that you've ever closed? Uh, the la- the last deal that I did with my, um, with my mentor before I moved over here was a Cal half alone with eight people on it. Wow. And that was fucking crazy because I believe it. every single one of them had, uh, bits and pieces of the down payment or of the, what, of what we were going to be getting. Mm-hmm. Right. And think about how many bank statements that was, how many applications, oh, yeah. 10 of threes. How and, many? And the, the funny part was, is like, tax returns. like, can you get to, can you get together, you know, like five grand? I'm like, yeah, we got five grand. I'm like, cool. I'm thinking the fucking main person has $5,000. And then they show the bank statements and I'm like, hey, where's the $5,000 at? Well, if you if you add up all of our bank accounts, we have about like $5,372.17. It was like, <laughs> fuck me. You know, I'm like, so, so we're like, so you guys are all going to be sending it out over. Yeah. He's like, yep. Like, <laughs> but you got it done? Yeah, we got it done. It took 45 Man. days. It was a fucking mess. You but know. see, it's it's the willingness to do the work on a loan like that, which will set you apart from another, Ella, whatever whatever race color they are. They you will do that work and you'll get it done, and that's why a realtor wants to work with you. Exactly, and then and then the other portion of it is like when we, like we were talking about, you just have to know your shit. Like I would, I can do everything right, you know, social media, all that kind of shit. But if I don't know my guidelines, yeah, I don't know what loans are, right. I'm not going to be a good lender. Right, and so like we, we always say this to real estate agents, to other lenders and stuff like that, because we like helping people out no mm-hmm. matter what, right? If right. it's our competition, I'll fucking help you out too. Right. If you understand your craft, then you can become a master at it, right? There's that thing about putting 10,000 hours in, yep. right? To become an expert. Mm-hmm. So no one's an expert unless you put 10,000 hours into your job. Have you, have you put 10,000 hours in? No. You're on your way. I'm on my way, I'm getting yeah. there. Right. But the thing is, is like, it, it takes a long time. And I, I, I take it differently. I don't say like eight hours a day, boom. Like I was like, no, I'm not doing, I'm not eight hours of like me giving, mastering yeah. my craft. Right. I may be taking like two hours out of my day or an hour out of my day or 30 minutes out of my day mm-hmm. to read a guideline, understand it completely or talk to someone and understand loans a little bit more or, right. you know, like perfect my process or do something like that. Because you can't, I'm, I'm not going to lie to someone and say, I'm the best lender out there. Right. Right. Thing is like... I will work hard and I'm working towards becoming an expert. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As like not everyone's going to be the superstar right out of the gate. It just doesn't how exist. How do you feel about bullshitting? Like fake it till you make it. Like how do you feel about like if you're on the phone with a realtor and they're like, I got this guy and he's got, you know, this, this, this and that. And do you tell the realtor like, oh, let me find that out? Or do you yeah. say, oh, no, I got it. I, I actually, know this. And then you like move on. Or yeah. what's your strategy with that? I actually have, I actually have a few of If you look at my reviews on like Zillow and shit like that, uh-huh. um, a lot, a lot of people, and I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but they'll go like, 
Akshay was great. He helped me out with my loan. He was there every bit of the process. And if he didn't know something, he always uh, told me that he was going to figure it out and get back to me promptly. Right? That's good. Yeah. And so like, and it was like, I think like that's authentic. Four. And I think that's the way you have to be. You can't bullshit. You can't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, I got this. I get, I can get this done. And then you go, you know, try to figure it out. You can't do that anymore. Like they, at some point, I think in the mortgage business, like before the crash, there was an element of that. You could do that because 99% of the time you're going to be able to get a loan yeah, for that's, somebody. That's the AE <laughs> that's like 65 years old. And he's like, just send it over here. Yeah. We'll get it done. I'll, I'll do it for you. Yeah. So can you close in 14 days? Of course. I'm closing yeah. fucking 13 and a half days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, send it in, send it in, send it in, just send it in. Once you have it over here, it'll be get done. And it's like, you know, 37th day. You're like, what the fuck's going on, man? It's just like, it's like, we got it. <laughs> We're figuring it out. Yeah. Let me get back to my sports scores. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and, and the thing is like, all right, well you can, you can do that. You can fake, but you can only ride that for so long Dude, until you people ruin call you your reputation. Shit. You ruin your reputation yeah. so fast. Yeah. People are going to, people are going to call you on your shit. Right. You know? And like, have I said something? I, I can do something before. I, yeah, and I've and I've fallen on my face, and I fucking accepted it, and I took the blame for it. I was like, look, I thought we could have done it. I didn't understand the guideline enough. So then you went and learned me. it, took the time to understand, so you could, yeah, right. you get better. Exactly. Always, always trying to get better. And that's the thing. There's no, there's no. People don't like to accept that they're wrong or that they made a mistake or anything like that. When it's like you should just own up to your shit, take the blame, and and people are gonna understand that you're a human being right you can make a mistake you could say something like one off because you weren't you want the deal or whatever it is but if you understand it and then if you could just be honest with someone because for the most part if someone asks you a question and you go you know what that's a really good question i actually don't have the answer right now but i do know someone that's smarter than me that is on my team that i can mm-hmm. ask and we'll have an answer for you within give me a day yep they're not going to be like, fuck you. Sorry, you suck. Sorry, yeah. I'm going to use the next guy because he he could answer my questions. Right, right. You know, they're going to be like, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they're, they're going to appreciate that. Uh, that, yeah. that yeah, it's true. So non-QM has higher interest rates. Right. You, do you like non-QM? I mean, are, are, you, are you okay with that? Are, are you, yeah. can you sell those type of loans? Like what? 100%. So how do you sell higher rates or what, what typically do you do? You sell the opportunity, right? It's all, it's all about the opportunity, not about yeah, the Yeah, you don't sell the rate. At that point, you're getting a home. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, look, you know, like Mr. Business Owner, right? you haven't owned a home ever. You haven't ever had that tax deductible. You haven't had the benefit of having a house for your own. You pay someone else's rent, but mm-hmm. you're a business owner. So how does that make any sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? You understand how to make money and yet you're not investing in the one thing that's made people millions of dollars historically over the last hundred years it's changed yeah it's the wealth changer like it's a what is it like 90 percent of people of uh, millionaires in the world have made their money through real estate right a lot that's yeah. that's i think that's the the, the, the statistic oh my god holy <laughs> shit sorry a little bit <laughs> that's of okay um, um, that's the but, that's but the statistic stick, speaking of statistics like there's a <laughs> sticker shock right with like <laughs> with um with when you when you talk to someone and they think in their brain i'm i'm a 3.875 type of guy or girl right and then you tell them you're you're going to get a 5.875 because that's what they qualify for there's a sticker shock there's like a a moment in their mind when they're like no nah, this can't work i'm not going to you know i'm not going to do this loan if it's that high if i'm paying points or if i'm you know paying a higher interest rate so then, like then you show them how much they're losing Right, you have to you, you have to house. take away the, the opportunity. You show them what what they lose if they don't take right. the five point eight. You have to call them on their shit. You can go like, look, I can I can tell you that I can try to get you a lower rate or whatever it is. Thing is, this is a par rate, and you're going to be paying on top of it. Now, yeah. why do you want this? Well, because 
you are not going to get an FHA loan. You don't show any taxes. You've saved hundreds of thousands of dollars over the last, you know, like eight years because you've been writing off your taxes, writing off your taxes. You show that you made $20 last year, (laughs) but you, I know you made 257, you know, right? it's like you saved so much money on taxes. Are you really going to be cheap about this? Yeah, it's like tripping over dollars to pick up dimes, they say, you know, it's like... And I'll tell them, like, okay, cool. If you want that rate, I'll get you that rate. Just go and re-amend your taxes. Yeah. And, and show that pay, you made... And go stroke a check to the IRS for $80,000. Yeah. Or spend, you know, pay $800 more a month. Which one would you exactly. rather do? Right. In your mortgage payment. Yeah. Yeah, it's like either give me the money or give the fucking government the money. You figure it out. <laughs> right. You can't, you can't have your cake you can't and eat it too. Ha- yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You have to decide. If you're going to be saving money here, which I'm not against, like if you're going to write off your taxes, you can figure out a way to write off a lot of it and yeah. get away with Legally. it. Legally. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. Right. You know what I mean? That's, That's awesome. America, Power right? to Yeah. But accept the consequences. Exactly. You're not going to be able to buy a house unless you go non-QM because you're going to need to go stated because you actually make that money or you got to go bank statements or something like that. Right. You make the money. Right. But you don't show it on your taxes. Exactly. So, you know, like y- you have to figure it out. And and the thing is, everyone's mad at themselves or they're mad because they put themselves in that situation and they didn't think of that and the time, right? They were going, I just saved $80,000 in my taxes, right? The fucking yeah. Geico commercial. But I still want that lowest rate available because I see it on the Geico, or on the commercial, yeah, on the uh, Rocket Mortgage commercial. Yeah, Rocket whatever, Mortgage yeah. said that they can do my loan. I was like, all right, I, I will do an application with you. On, I will download Rocket Mortgage app right now and we will do your application right now. And if they can fucking do it, great. I'll send you over there. Yeah, but, let me do all the work for you. Yeah, but we'll I know sit they here for it. a week and get a rejection letter. Right. You know, in the mail. Right. And then when you get that, then either you just you go home and tell your family you can't buy a house because you wanted to save a lot of money on your taxes, or you suck it up and you accept the fact that you make twenty thousand dollars a month. You can pay a little bit. Do you, higher. As a broker, do you ever tell them like, "Look, I, I, I you got to trust me. I'm gonna be. I, you only qualify for this, but because." You haven't been down the road of rejection yet. I'm going to let, we're going to submit a loan to Quicken and then we're going to also submit a loan to fund loans or whoever. And if you get a qualified for the Quicken loan, great. You're going to have that rate. But if not, at least you didn't waste any time. Yeah. And we, we, we dual track the loan or whatever. Have you ever done that? Well, I don't like dual tracking because I feel like it's like, it's like a shit uh, thing to my account executive. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to send it to you, but I'm also sending it somewhere else. It's like double apping or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But, and, and it's shitty too. But you don't right? want because them to have... do that though to you, right? And, and yeah. from an outside perspective, like you wouldn't want, you, I wouldn't want someone to be using me and using someone else. Right. And but they do. They, yeah. They do all the time. They do that all the time. Right. But it's like, all right, cool. So if you're new, like if, if, if they're new to you as a relationship, they might, like if they were referred to you from a realtor or something. I, they might. I tell, I've told people this before and, I, and I'll keep saying it. It's like you... If you worked for only commission, right, and your job said, you know, as long as you get this done faster than this guy gets it done, mm-hmm. like, we're going to give you guys the same project, right? They're going to put both of them on your desk, but you have to you have to get it done quicker. Mm-hmm. And like we're giving you both the opportunity. But if he finishes it first, you're not going to get paid for any of the time that you put into this project. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm just telling you up front. That's I a go. Good point. Would you would you do that work? Would you be really, you know, into it with, with making sure you're going to get it done faster than him? You're going to sabotage that guy? What are you going to do? Or are you going to tell a person, look, hey, that's not fair. I'm not going to work on something like that. I'd rather work on something else. I'm going to give my time into something that's actually going to make me money. Right. And it's respecting my time because mm-hmm. I have a family. I have food. And I, I have I have 
things that I have to pay for. Right. That, you know, you might think that <laughs> it's just a thing that, you know, you can do because you can. Mm-hmm. Or you can you can realize that we're people too and we have things to do and I'm not going to waste my time just to try to appease you. Right. Right? It's a good people, point. People don't try to open it up to conversation. They don't want to talk about it. Right? They don't yeah. want to talk about, I need to make this money or like, I need to make... Like, they, they just think it's too taboo. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth. We're, we work for commission. We work mm-hmm. or we work our asses off. And it's the same reason why I wouldn't dual have someone because why would I have my team working on a loan that we're not, we might not even get? That might be a good way to sell too. Like if, if, if a borrower comes to you, you might want to tell them, hey, I work for commission and I'm not going to waste my time if I don't think I can get your loan done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to just go down this path for a maybe yeah. you know, and do all this work and then get nothing at the end if I can't do your loan. So I'm going to do whatever it takes up front to make sure I can get your loan done and make sure I can get, you know, get this to the finish line. Yeah. Like that's, it, that's a perfect way to sell it. You yeah, go, why, interesting. I, I wouldn't, why would I waste my time right. to lie to you? Right. Because I'm not getting paid on a daily basis to tell you, to tell you this is this is what's going to happen. Yeah, like the guys at Quicken, you know, most of them are probably paid. Yeah, and and to them it doesn't matter whether or not it closes. I mean, it closes, they might get a small little bonus, but if it doesn't, whatever. They got forty other loans that are just coming through the yeah. Sh- they're like, yeah, I was like, I get paid one hundred fifty bucks on every loan. Yeah, little so assembly line. So who do you want to work with? You want to work with the guy that is going to get a hundred fifty dollar bonus, or do you want to work with the guy that actually yeah, is going to make it? That gets paid the commission that he deserves to be doing the loan for you, and then right. only gets paid when that loan closes. Right. So we were talking a little bit about the market. Um, where do you see, like, are you seeing, you know, just, just, just cyclically or, uh, you know, kind of seasonally market slows down December, November, you know, January, it's kind of a slower for, for real estate, right? Um, where are you seeing, you know, have you, have you seen a little uptick or a little pickup in the market in the last couple of weeks or a couple yeah. days? Yeah. It's, it's funny because it's both ways, right? There's a lot of people that, that didn't get paid because the government shut down and shit like that. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that were just like, Hey, cool. Rates are low. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's start buying now. Let's swack in our rates. Let's do this. Let's do that. Right. And so there was like a kick in people's step and they were just, you know, I'm, I'm ready to do this now. It's January. I told myself I was going to buy a house in 2019. I'm going to do this. Right. right. I'm committed. And then there's the people that are like, I don't really know. The market seems like it's going back and forth and I, I, I just don't feel comfortable buying right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I personally haven't ever like really like felt changes, you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of change to whatever's going on. I go like, all right, well, rates are low right now. I'm going to start hitting up refis a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Where, and I was talking to other lenders just like just like yesterday. I was like, hey, are you are you doing refis right now? And he's just like, no, I've been, you know, just trying to, Folks trying to get purchases. purchases. Yeah. And I was like, why? And like the rates just went down for a nine month low. I guarantee you, you talked to someone about a refinance maybe about six months ago mm-hmm. that is in the running now. And right. if you just followed them up, if you followed up with them and you called them, they'd probably be interested in talking to you about maybe getting that done. Right. I'm like, it, it's just one of those things. You have to go where opportunity is, depending on what the market is is at. Right. Where do you think it's going? I mean, have you seen some any kind of softening in San Diego market for like real estate? And I've been. Uh, this is interesting. So Josh and I do a thing called uh, loan officers in a car going open houses. Right. It's a it's a show that we do. We have Joe come with us. Uh, loan, wait, say it again. Loan officers in a car. Loan officers in a car going open houses. Got it. Like Jerry Seinfeld's like comedians in a car right, going, like, going yeah, a, like, with coffee. Con- or yeah, 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 whatever. Um, and so we were playing off of that. And we go to open houses every Saturday, right? Yeah. We'll ride up and go like to four, five, six open houses, and we'll we'll see every single one of them are flips. 
Interesting. Every single one of them flips, and you say, and when and when you when you see that, and you start to understand a little bit more. Everyone is just buying these shit homes, and that's what they're selling, mm-hmm. right? And they're well, selling. Because there's it. not a lot of new inventories, like as far as like there's not new builds happening. That that yeah. that's down. Yeah. But but there's a lot of homes that need to be flipped or need to be re. Uh, right. A lot of people renovated, are flipping yeah. homes because who's like a lot of like those those people that are in those dump homes, mm-hmm. they're gonna take whatever cash you give them, mm-hmm. right? Say they have two hundred fifty thousand dollars left in their house. There's an opportunity to make five hundred thousand dollars in the house. You go, I'll give you four. I'll give you three fifty for it. Right. Right. Hundred thousand on top of it. I'll pay off your mortgage, and you have a hundred thousand dollars. Walk away from the property. I'll fucking clean it up. Do everything like that. Right. Cool. Boom. That's where they. That's where they get it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they wholesale it out. Flipper four hundred thousand. Flipper puts fifty thousand on. They make fifty grand. Right. Everyone's happy. Right. The thing is, like, a lot of people are not trying to sell their home because they like it, mm-hmm. right? Or they're trying to keep that home as a rental and then buy another house because they've saved up another 20% or 5% or right. 10%, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of people have equity in homes right now. I mean, they're trying to cash out and then buy that next, that right. next home and then make the, give and themselves a little right? portfolio. What yeah. happened in 2007? What was, the, what was one of the determining factors of what was going on? There was a lot of cash out being taken out. Right? Yeah, there was a lot of was, cash out. Well, there, that was actually earlier on than seven. I mean, there was, there was definitely some happening in 06, 07, but there was a lot of purchases mm-hmm. in 06 and 07, 05. Um, but People were pulling I, the money out though from their house and there, then there buying was, houses with it. Yes, <clears throat> and there was, and that actually also happened in like 02, yeah, in 03. There was a lot of that happening too. Yeah, well, when you understand trends, right, and you're mm-hmm. like trying to look at that stuff, and that's that's like I said, like that's how you when you're trying to become an expert or whatever. I try to ask people all these questions, right? Right. And so you see that uh, 816, I think, million was taken out for uh, for cash out in 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. Right now we're at like 118, so it's not like. It's not like, like a super crazy amount. Sure. Right. Right. It's it's still. There's plenty of space. There's plenty of room for it to, to continue. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, why not go after the refis and stuff like that? Why not go after the, the market's still strong? Mm-hmm. Right. It's just a matter of having to figure out how to navigate it and who to go after and who's like who's going to be more uh, who's going to be more willing to buy who's going to be more willing to refi. That's good. And it's it's interesting because like a lot of mortgage people aren't calling expireds. And going, hey, looks like your house didn't sell. You want to refi it? <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I think that's that's another good idea. Like, there's there's literally so many ways to find leads, yeah. and that right there is is a great way. You can get access to that data, and you can just pick up the phone and call them. Or what about go, go drive there? What about rentals that yeah. are sitting on the market? Right, right for realtors. Hey, looks like you haven't had a tenant for the last three months. You want to sell it? Yeah, you know, it's like fucking figure it out. Just yeah. do something. Give them an option mm-hmm. and present them an opportunity. And that's how you create like a stronger market or a stronger market or yeah. opportunity within a within a changing market. Right. And that's what people aren't willing to do, right? So it's interesting right now because if you look at the market from the standpoint of a realtor or lender, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't re-sign their license. Uh, like they didn't do their three hundred and thirty dollars or whatever to get their really license. on the NMLS. Yeah. You're saying, yeah, or on the real estate side, and and, and on the and on the real estate side, right. A lot of people just aren't using their license. Yeah, you know, it's still hung somewhere, but a lot of them are getting out. They're getting other jobs. We've been seeing. Well, a lot there's of also work. crazy stuff happening to the real estate market. Like Compass is buying up all the. You know, yeah. I would not want to be a Keller Williams or a you know. Berkshire, I just wouldn't want to be in that you know position right now because think about all all these you know I think it's like Open Door, um, Purple Bricks, Home Bay. There's all these companies coming in, like discount real estate services, but with technology. Yeah, Home you know, Bay does like a flat fee. Yeah. to sell your house, like three grand. 
you can sell a five million dollar house for yeah. three grand. Yeah, and they're like, we just want a flat fee. Yeah, and it works for them. Right. But these people came into the market, and the same thing. If you look at it back in like like early two thousands, mm-hmm. there was a lot of these discount brokers, discount people, and they were got they got flushed out. Yeah. Like right. Redfin. Yeah. It, it's gonna. It's they're gonna happen. People try to take use of opportunity, but they don't know anything else other than we're just gonna milk this until it gets out, and then we're fucking move to somewhere else. Yeah. But the the agent that stays resilient understands what they're doing and and is more you know has more of that expertise and wants to change with the market and actually understands that their job is not easy right. and it takes a lot of extra work. Yeah, I mean, you, you, there's so much money people can be making. I mean, it, it's there, right? It's like yeah. there for the taking, and you just got to do some work, right? Yeah. You got to actually roll up your sleeves and yeah, say, I'm exactly. gonna actually earn this money, right? <laughs> exactly. And and people don't want to do that shit. They just yeah. want, they they sat in it and they got into the business maybe like a year or two ago, 2016, <clears throat> was 2017 was easy. Yeah. People were just buying houses and they were walking into open houses like. I'm going to use you to buy this house. And they're just like, great, thanks. Yeah. You know, $800,000. I just sat at this open house. And there's so many agents that I met. They were like, how do you do that business? And you're like, well, you know, usually throughout the week, I just jack off. And then on Saturday and Sunday, I put out some signs. People come in and they buy the house and boom. I'm like, great. Send those deals my way. Outside of that, you know, I'm not going to really pursue your business. And he's like, you just fucking give me whatever you get. And then you'll you'll be out of here in like two years. You know? Yeah. But... It's, it's so like going back to the market, I think where we're at is it's starting to change. People are starting to realize that it's a little bit harder to get deals, right? People want to hold onto their house. And now you have to be a salesperson. Now you have mm-hmm. to be able to sell. Mm-hmm. And if you can't sell, you're shit out of luck. You're not going to be, you're not going to be making any money and you're going to feel the hurt. And then mm-hmm. after you go six months without a paycheck, you're going to decide that you have to get a second job. Right. And then that second job is going to turn into your full-time job. Then they'll need a non-QM loan. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all the side hustles yeah, you got. Yeah, all the side hustles you got. Dude, I had an agent that I stopped working with because I was like, I they, they were marketing themselves as like the, uh, the food delivery realtor. Hmm. Like, I do Uber Eats. I do Grubhub. I do DoorDash. And I'm a realtor like during the day. And when I'm driving people around, I tell them about buying houses. Is that what they- Just like, I fucking drop off deliveries huh. and then I go to their house and I ask them if they need anything for real estate. I'm like, dude, if a fucking delivery driver came into my house and was like, can I help you with real estate needs? I'm like, not from you, bro. Like, you, no. you, you, you obviously don't have your shit together. You yeah. know, like you're fucking, you're, de- you're delivering. Like that's, that's people's side jobs and shit like that. It's supposed to make right. side money. Not, yeah, that's not your, yeah. I mean, part of you wants to like, you know, plot yeah, for oh, like dude. working hard, but then the other side you're like, just don't not use this, it as an angle. Can you, well, can you imagine going to get eye surgery from a dude that also was a Uber driver, did eat, you know, Uber Eats, and then, um, like, can you imagine, like, then going to get your eye surgery? <laughs> like, you wouldn't trust that guy. Yeah. You'd yeah, have exactly. to literally be like out of your mind to do that. You yeah. Know, so it's like, Hey, uh, just before we start, I just wanted to make sure that you have my order for the pizza. Uh, and then I was going to my wife's really hungry. She's <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna need that. So you have one of your guys, or you're gonna be doing it, and, and then I'll be there for the for the eye surgery. Right. It just doesn't make sense. It's, no, you it's, can't do that. Um, but you know, it's it's Does like people have a perception. Confidence. Yeah, people have a perception of that. If you can sell it for, I mean, like I did Uber when I first started. Yeah. Right. But I wasn't yeah, like I wasn't can. like I'm an Uber driver and I'm a fucking mortgage lender and I like and I was just like. I just need this money so I can take an agent out to Fleming's for dinner so that I can, mm-hmm. you know, get a deal from them. Right. You know? Yeah. And like when, when 
you know, I mean, it's just like, hey, I'm a, I'm a lender of working. I'm just like, there was like, a, there's like a gap period when you first start. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not like you said. Like I said, it was like when you start, you have you're 90 days out from your first check. You got to do whatever it takes, right? To make to make it, you got to be scrappy. Right. You got to yeah. But the thing is, when you have a fallback, it's like it, it's you're not you're not. Oh yeah, 100%. I love that. Like who is it? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's. I think it was saying like it is no plan B. Is that him? I think he said that because like if you have a plan B then you will default to that. Yeah, If you exactly. have no other way, it, you have to, you figure have it out. to make it, you have to make it. Right. So. And so for me, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do Uber. And once, once I get my first deal, boom, like, and I'll then you just say, that's not even my plan B. That's my plan A. Yeah. That's my plan A as a strategy to get to yeah, where exactly. I have to be. And that's it. And people, yeah. people will use, people will use that as an excuse. And they're like, well, you know, I was making good money doing this and mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, I do part time and every day, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like they're, they're use they're, they're creating excuses. Right. And it's just like, no, I like, I fucking did that. Got my first deal. Boom. Like I stopped doing Uber. Like if I told them, I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And then you boom, put a plan, straight into mortgage, put a plan together, put it on paper know what you need to do if you got to know where your target is you got to know what you want and you got to execute yes the way you do it exactly and so uh right now all the people that are defaulting to a second time like a second job Mm -hmm. it's like they accepted defeat yeah they went i can't i can't get any deals in like if a broker like a mortgage guy is doing that shit it's like ah too many, too much competition out there. It's not yeah. gonna, it's not gonna work for me. I'm not gonna do it. Right. It's like you just, you told everyone that you're tapping out. Yeah. You know, you're on your way to, to, to getting out of the business. Yeah. Right. And so people are defaulting to this when they should just, they, they should just work on their craft and they figure out a way to get a deal done, whatever they have to do, and and do that instead of defaulting. No, to the you same know, job. There, there definitely is the side where it's like you want to know. If you're miserable and you're doing this, just, you know, don't just get out. Yeah. Just tap out and do what you're just saying. But if you are like, no, I am, you know, I've always been a loan officer and I'm just going through this tough time right now. There is, there are so many ways for you to be successful. Are you successful right now? Like, are you, no, no. Are you? No, I'm not going to be successful until I hit my fucking goals. And my goals are big. But but are you are you on your way? Are you making money right now in this business, in this market? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's ways like we have fucking and you've only been doing it four years. You said I've been in the industry for four years. I've only been originating for a year and a half. Wow. And we have 10 mil in the pipe. Yeah, that's. That's it. You know? That's it. That's, I mean, and their deals and, and are the difference is attitude. The difference is knowing that you can do it, knowing, you know, and, and looking to see where the, the success is and then going after it and, and being the guy that's going to do whatever it takes. Right. I love it. And, and so the market is strong and there's always time to make money in the market. Like I was saying, you know, people made money when there was when when shit hit the fan in 2008. Yeah. You just you have, have to a go niche, you have an angle. Go the opportunity. Do willing to do what other people won't do. Right. You know? And right now, a huge open area for opportunity is the non-QM arena. Right? Yep. You tell people that the rates are close to where the market rate is anyways. Yeah. Right? It's not that much higher. Especially with IO, you can get a much lower payment even yeah. sometimes. So yeah. it's good. Not that much higher. And you just tell them, you go, look, you're gonna accept this rate. This is where we're at. You're gonna get a house. And you sell it to them, right? It, right? I almost feel like agents should know more about non-QM shit, and so I'll tell them about it, and they're like, "What the? What's that?" You know? Like, <laughs> you mean you can use bank? You don't need to tax return? What? Right? Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's still still are a lot of people out there. Like, I, I just blows my mind that 
every time I go to a conference, like even recently like in the last few months, there's people literally that are like, whoa, this exists. Yeah. Like these programs exist. Yeah. And then they get all, then they get and all And that's like the people in the business. That's not even like the, the, the consumers. Yeah. Like think of all the consumers out there that have no idea that they don't have to use their tax return. I think there's a statistic saying 23% of people think that you have to use 20% down to buy a house. Yeah. They, and, and even with non-QM, you can do 5% down. Yeah. And if, if you, if you rates, think about it, yeah. <laughs> but if you think about that, that's it, it, it's just a play on how uneducated people are. Yeah. No one talks about mortgages openly. No one tries to educate people openly. No one tries to educate their realtors about what is available for them to sell to their clients. No one tells them how to get shit, you know, openly mm-hmm. to them. So would you recommend to brokers to like, obviously they got to study, they got to learn, they got to read guidelines. Do a lunch and learn. But do a lunch and learn, right? For, for non-QM. Non-QM. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and even uh, invite, like, and we'll do it. Like fun loans, we'll do it. Like invite us or have, have someone sponsor it. I'm sure told, another non-QM lender would do it. I told Alex and Chad and I was like, yeah. dude, I want to do a lunch and learn at WeWork and yeah. I want to, I want to have it only for agents. Yeah. And then I want to have another separate off like lunch and learn for only people that are in WeWork because they're all fucking business owners. They're all self-employed. See, that is another idea. Like you, we, you want to go where the client, the clients are, right? Yeah. Like you want, you have, it's, it's like if you want to get certain things. Yeah. And don't tell me that fun identify. loans isn't in WeWork because you understand that there's a fuck ton of people that yeah. are self-employed there. Right. And if you can break into that office when you're just there, you're like, Hey man, let's just, just have a coffee. Just the attention or... of the client that you need. So, so with you going into WeWork and saying, "Hey, we do self-employed loans." Of course, they're all gonna. I mean, obviously, people have employees, but most of those people are self-employed. And we try to stir up as much attention as possible, yeah. right? We'll be loud. Yeah, you know, we'll do. We'll have him do like doing free beer. Yeah, we'll have him doing like fucking videos and shit like that, where we're being way overboard on the amount of lights and production that we're doing. But it's like yeah. so that people it gets people are, attention. People are gonna look and they're like. What are they doing in there? Yeah. And I'll be like, loans. And we were fucking doing loans in here. We're going to help you out. Buy a house. Yeah, yeah, You exactly. can buy a house. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you're That's just cool. trying to you're just trying to get people's attention. And I, mean, I think that if you just understand where the market's at and you understand that uh, there's a niche that you can break into and if you just fucking take your idea and you execute on it, right. it's going to breed results as long as it's a good idea. If you and have there's going to be idea, days, dude, we all have days where it's like you're kind of down, you're a little mopey, but you got to break out, break out of that crap and like- yeah rise above it because there are loans out there. There are clients out there. This business is growing. They say it's going to double, if not triple this year, 19. So go get it, right? Just, just get up and go get that, get that shit. Yeah. I don't understand why people aren't doing like the, the education piece. They're yeah. not doing, they're not trying to play with whatever's going on in the market. They just try to stick to what they've always done. And mm-hmm. that's what losers do. Right. They just don't do the either. same shit. And if you, yeah, if you want to be a winner, you got to do things differently. That's right. And you got to be unique. That's right. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good conversation here. Yeah, it's been good. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you guys are looking for more content like this, we have a Fun Loans YouTube channel where we give away more tips, secrets, and origination ideas. You can also email us at info at funloans.com. And if you've made it this far, I think it's safe to say you like our content. So please subscribe, share, and send us your scenarios. Let's Fun Loans together.